Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Really interesting uh, scoop today from uh, Stuart Bell at Global News. And some troubling questions being raised in the aftermath uh, of an audit of a charity in B.C. that operates a mosque. Now, as Stuart Bell writes, a charity that runs a Vancouver area mosque has been penalized by federal regulators after an audit found its former president and imam spent tens of thousands of dollars on personal purchases. What's more troubling, though, is that the Canada Revenue Agency audit of the Islamic Society British Columbia also alleged the charity was controlled or influenced by an organization in Qatar accused of supporting terrorism. There was no penalty that resulted from that. And as far as I'm aware, the charity's status remains in place. Uh, Stuart Bell, investigative journalist uh, with Global News, globalnews.ca, joins us. Uh, Stuart, thanks for your time here. It's my pleasure, Rob. Okay, so this uh, audit covered a period, was uh, 2010 to 2013, is that right? Yeah, that's right. What happened was the um, this society operates uh, a mosque, as you said, near Vancouver, and the president of the charity, who was also the imam, was the imam of the mosque, uh, was arrested in 2013 for sexually assaulting a woman in the mosque building. And after that, the um, Canada Revenue Agency uh, auditors went in to look at the books of the charity, which uh, this fellow operated. And they um, they finally uh, released the results of that to the charity last year, and then this year they um, they issued a penalty against the charity. And what the audit found was, um, one, that there were some pretty major issues with um, the spending and bookkeeping. And as you pointed out, the, the president, um, what he was doing was buying uh, items on his own credit cards and then reimbursing himself using bank transfers from the charity funds. And doing this, he bought $126,000 worth of things such as a hot tub that was delivered to his house. Um, There was jewelry, uh, haircuts and hair dye, a food processor, groceries, pharmacy items, all kinds of things that the charity regulators said were basically, um, you know, had nothing to do with the charity itself. Um, But the other thing, as you said, was the... um, they found these connections to a group in Qatar. Uh, and as you know, Qatar is currently under a fair amount of pressure uh, from its Arab neighbors in particular over its um, reputation as a key financier of extremism around the world, especially right. in the Middle East. And, uh, you know, the uh, Saudi Arabia and um, the Emirates, for example, have basically closed their borders uh, to try and pressure Qatar to stop this. And Qatar is the base of quite a few large uh, charitable organizations that um, that do work all over the place, some of which is connected to terrorism. And so what the auditors found was one of these Qatar uh, foundations had, you know, seemed to have very close links to this charity in B.C., that it was providing tens of thousands of dollars uh, to it, 
that um, that there was there was connections such as, for example, the charity in Qatar uh, had hired and was paying for an imam to um, to preach at the mosque in BC, one who was subsequently fired, by the way. Um, so there are all kinds of connections that were uh, that were uncovered, and it ultimately, um, the uh, as I said, the charity was ordered to pay a penalty, but it's been allowed to maintain its charitable status. So, so what really has come of this then, or what what may have changed in the ensuing four years or so? Well, there's, our understanding, speaking to uh, an expert in this area, is. The CRA is taking kind of a new approach to dealing with charities in recent years. And in the past, they had um, the ability only to revoke a charity status. That was the only sort of thing they could do. They have, in more recent years, uh, given themselves more uh, interim powers to do things in between. So, for example, they can impose a penalty on a charity. They can uh, make it sign an agreement um, in which they agree to do X, Y, and Z. In this case, it looks like what happened was the uh, the charity agreed to meet certain conditions that the uh, CRA had set out, and that included uh, getting rid of the president, who had uh, really controlled a lot of the a lot of what was happening. Um, and also to put in place new controls and bookkeeping and that kind of thing. For in more detail, we don't know exactly what has taken place or um, to what extent um, change has been made, but um, the charity itself wouldn't speak to us, but their lawyer did send a couple of statements, one of which said that the CRA was satisfied with the changes that have been made and if they weren't, they you know they would wouldn't have allowed them to keep operating. Okay, now the the potential Hamas connection here. Let's explore that because uh, that that would go beyond the CRA if if there was something going on here. Um, but what you uncovered then, or what the audit uncovers, is a potential relationship. Uh, there's a, an organization in Qatar that apparently had some influence over this society in BC. That Qatar Foundation is part of a broader network that that Hamas controls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, the the auditors found all kinds of connections uh, to b- between these two groups, the one in the Persian Gulf and one here. Uh, for example, there was documents that seemed to uh, discuss that uh, two board positions uh, of the BC charity would be for people from Qatar. Um, I mentioned the, the hiring of an imam was controlled by the group in Qatar and also paid for. There was a lot of money that was flowing uh, from this group in Qatar into the accounts of the BC charity. So there seemed to be quite a few um, connections there. And th- that was an issue for the auditors because the, the Eid Foundation in Qatar is part of a group called the Union of Good. The Union of Good is, according to uh, uh, counterterrorism officials, including the U.S. Treasury, which has blacklisted it, uh, it's part of a, uh, basically it's sort of a front that was set up by Hamas to uh, funnel money from around the world into uh, to Hamas. And so, um, you know, basically it, as you know, Hamas is, we know what Hamas does, is a terrorist organization based in Gaza, 
responsible for all kinds of suicide bombings and, and rocket attacks. Um, and uh, some of the things that they this uh, group apparently pays for are, you know, if, if somebody um, dies, uh, in a, you know, is considered a martyr, um, you know, in a suicide bombing or something, uh, then their family would be taken care of through this fund. Okay, because Hamas is a banned terrorist organization in Canada, so any potential connection to Hamas, as I say, might go beyond the purview of the CRA. But what what came of this? Do we know? We don't know exactly because the the CRA itself uh, does not discuss, uh, won't discuss individual charities, and the charity itself did not really want to answer our questions, although they did answer, uh, you know, a couple of things that we put to them, um, but they weren't really willing to get into the details except to say that uh, they believe the CRA was satisfied with whatever they told them in response to the audit. But yeah, Hamas, uh, it's been a listed terrorist organization in Canada since 2002. I think everybody knows the atrocities that they've committed um, in the Middle East. And uh, even um, you know, the, the audit itself points out that uh, charities really have Canadian charities have a duty to be vigilant and make sure that they're not associating with groups that are in any way involved in terrorism. So is there still a connection then between the the society in BC that operates this mosque and this uh, charity in Qatar? Well, one would hope that the CRA wouldn't allow the charity to continue as a charity if, uh, if those connections still existed. So we'll have to take their word um, for it, but uh, as I say, there's no, really not a lot of detail that's been released about what has happened um, between the time the audit was, uh, the audit results were conveyed to the charity last year, and uh, and now at this point where they've said you can carry on uh, operating as a charity. More details on all of this at uh, globalnews.ca. Really interesting story, Stuart. Thanks for making some time for us here. Thanks, Rob. Much appreciated. Uh, Stuart Bell, national online journalist, investigative journalist with Global News, uh, globalnews.ca. So the CRA wrote, this is from Stuart's story here, the CRA wrote that its concerns about the ties with the Qatar group were, quote, heightened due to the organization's misrepresentations to the CRA on this relationship and in light of the funding it received from the Eid Foundation. Registered charities should conduct meaningful due diligence on all aspects of its operations, including relationships with its affiliated organizations. This would include ensuring that a charity does not operate in association with individuals or groups that are engaged in terrorist activities or that support terrorist activities. Uh, The Eid Foundation did not respond to emails. A statement on its website said that under no circumstances would it finance groups designated by Qatar or the UN as terrorists. The Qatar Embassy in Ottawa said in a statement the country did not support terrorism, which it called antithetical to its values or principles and faith, that any funding to Palestinians was done through the United Nations. So there's some degrees of separation here. Uh, but there's enough of a connection that I think is is worrisome. Uh, so we're just learning about this now. Again, the audit covered the period between 2010 and 2013. 403-974-TALK is our number, 974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.